All right, we are back with another episode of the Fired Up Podcast. I'm a little distraught. I'm going to need uh, JD and intern Eric here to pick me up. We just got done watching a hell of a baseball game. Yeah, it was four hours long. Man. Yeah, after the first one was under two and a half hours. I think this was probably the best way to get non-baseball viewers to watch baseball because you have the shortest game in like a quarter century, and then you have a game that tied the record for most homers in a World Series where I think half of them were in extra innings. That's right. Where drama. you just had to turn in for one hour and you saw all the drama. So I, it's yeah. like the perfect October drama for them, right? I, it's just back-to-back. Back. Like, just you dinger, know, one team, dinger. the next team, match them, match them, exactly. match them. Pitching, all weird. Right? And I know you that watch. in the regular season when Yasiel's doing his bat flips, everybody talks about it, But you know what? And I was a little distraught when Altuve was, like, jumping around. But these guys are happy. It's the World Series. Good for them. And what so would you it was do? good to see some excitement. What would be your celebration? Man, I don't know if I would have one. I would just be... I'd I would be doing... Sure. No, I can picture it. I'd be squatting, but I'd be doing the double pump fist. Just... Oh, yeah! Would just you be moving? So would you be moving down the first base? Or would you just well, stay in the batter's box and ooh, do this double just pump? Just do the shimmy shake? Just shimmy down to first base? Man, that'd be sick. I think Corey Seager's was the best, where he just started yelling... As soon as he hit it, was so emotion. Just because it was off Verlander. Just unrestrained. Yeah. You just knew he hit it well. Pure so, emotion. Yeah. Just pure emotion. Now, you guys, it was nice of you guys to watch this game. You guys both have World Series titles recently. Eric has three. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I was hoping to go into Houston with a little 2-0 lead. I have three, too. It goes back to the 1900. Oh, right. That's when it starts. <laughs> what I'm like. It starts at 1900. Everybody MLB, knows that. Everybody knows that. MLB 2K12. <laughs> it goes back when, you know. Only white players. Oh, only yeah. Only white players. Probably only white unis, yeah. too. And half the World Series were just uh, fixed. Yeah, and they had four teams. Now, J.D., you, last year, you were down 3-1, and the Cubs were in the World Series. How Wasn't phased. How, were you not phased? I mean, you're not there, so it's a I wasn't really that phased. I thought we could actually come back the entire time. Where does baseball rank in terms of, like, the Bears and the Bulls? Would, would we all put baseball kind of like third? It's third for me. As personal sports. Yeah. Yeah, I'd put baseball third. But it feels like such a big win. Like, I like the Dodgers. I don't really watch them at all. But it was a sport like we almost grew up playing, right? It was the summer sport. So I feel like when we were younger for four or five months, it was like the sport. And so if our baseball team actually gets to win one, like that throws me back because it probably connects you a little bit more with maybe your dad, right? As like a Clippers fan, my dad likes the Clippers, but he's like baseball all the way as like yeah. an older person. Are your parents like that? Well, it's easy to pay, play catch. Right? Is that what you're probably getting down yeah, to? I guess that's true. I that's, hadn't really thought about easier. why. But baseball was the sport that they grew up playing, so that we have that connection with it. Yeah, but I feel like maybe basketball and football is more of just kind of our thing. No, my dad coached my baseball teams. Little League? And then we always have the, the memory of going to the Bartman game out at Wrigley. So it's like... Wait, you were there? Yeah, I was at the Bartman game. Are you Bartman? <laughs> I, was, I was Bartman on the other side, like trying to catch foul balls and just couldn't, couldn't get my hands on them. That's crazy. But yeah, so now every time you think of... Like a legitimate moment for the Cubs. Like I always, just think of that trip with my dad. That's a pretty awesome trip. That's yeah. yeah. That's actually I mean, a nice memory. It was like to go to look at colleges, but really we're like, hey, let's. Hey, we're here. Why don't we check out this game? Did Leslie know? Oh, she knew. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, I think baseball. It's more of a chess game compared to any other sport when you get into the championship series, if you will. Because football, you have the Super Bowl, right? So it's like, okay, you don't have time to adjust. Basketball, you'll have your superstars. It's five on five, fast pace. 
And maybe I'm just biased because you the tell Warriors Bill Belichick you don't have time to adjust in the Super Bowl. Well, dude, think about it for baseball. If you go seven games, like you got to think about your pitchers, no, who you're going to use was... at what time for how long, and then the double switches. Like today, we saw Bellinger. It's like, oh, he's out of the lineup when he would have hit third, but you had to double switch to get the pitcher in. Like that's nuts. Man. And you get weird stuff like Ross Stripling pitched one batter, four pitches, and then he was out. Yeah, and then the Dodgers yeah. like run out of pitchers and stuff like that because Belichick's definitely making in-game adjustments, but it's like one game. Okay, but let's let's be honest. When baseball is exciting, playoff baseball is very exciting. Oh, yes. yeah. Baseball can also be incredibly boring. Yes, and it like takes even way too long. The game five of the Cubs, it was pretty clear we just didn't stack up with you guys. And you're down eight runs after what the third, third inning. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I turned it off. I think there was some. I think it was maybe Thursday where there's like a football game on. It's like, you know what? I've had enough. I don't need to watch three more hours of this game just because baseball gets it's too slow and especially when it like you said when it gets out of hand and the season's too long that's why you don't get into it during the season and then you also see some more comebacks in the postseason almost and it's like they're kind of waiting for october to get it done i mean you have 162 games so sometimes i feel like in the bottom of the ninth or the eighth you know a guy's not feeling it or he's played too many games in a row and he's not amped up for it and you know it doesn't play that yeah. but and we it, saw it in the bottom of the ninth the top of the ninth today the adrenaline going the good hitting that can happen when you are dialed in it was and, the yeah. best case scenario for this world series yeah to keep people interested in it 100 percent. because the dodgers are everyone, have people but everyone wanted it to be 1-1 going back rather than 2-0 because then you're not expecting it to be closed up quick because you're going to houston but at the same time 1-1 you know, it's 50-50 right now. Yeah. And we uh Friday, Saturday, Sunday, a nice weekend of all Dodgers. And as somebody who really, I think that was my second full game watching the Dodgers. His third full game. Wire to wire. Wire to wire. Because I watched yesterday, and then I went to a game in April. So... There you go. Three See, games. That's the in point. Six Man, months. You went to a game and watched the whole thing. Yeah, that's well, a, that's not that's not easy to do. Yeah. Well, I think I had to spend six hundred dollars because beers are twenty two fifty or something now. It's ridiculous. Yeah, you you got to commit. Long I, story short, I don't think we're going to be doing a baseball pod no, anytime soon. Definitely not weekly. And in fact, maybe not. That's not a solo baseball pod huh we'll never never do 45 minutes of baseball man we should you know could, could we do a t could we do like a year preview would you listen to a 45 minute right. nope. baseball pod negative i'm uh, surprised i'm not hell gonna, no i might not even listen to the next five minutes of this <laughs> this is gonna get cut <laughs> yeah we don't cut this out it's like man do we really talk about baseball for like what are we at six minutes it felt like 30 minutes that we've been talking we're about done here baseball. now right and it, and it feels like pulling teeth like i'm trying to think of other things that we could talk about with baseball the only thing other thing i got is eric has three titles how was how good of the feeling was that your first was it when your first World Series title was a sweep? I forgot that you guys swept in 2010. Well, that was I mean because it so was unexpected everyone else. too. <laughs> that was unexpected. We weren't supposed to sweep. Uh, no, but I'm, we sorry, were just I'm sorry. No, no, no. Sorry. 2010, you guys won four one. In 2012 is when you guys swept the Tigers. The Tigers, you sw- you right? Swept Verlander. Okay, so that was tight because I actually went to one of the games, and that's when we broke Verlander. Like you could see his brain. Literally just go, well, I'm screwed. Was that when Pablo hit uh-huh. three homers? Oh, you yeah. You were at the Pablo three-homer game? we bought that ticket 30 minutes before the first pitch. How because ba- how bad someone was, was selling. Dude, they actually weren't that bad. It was like 200, 250. Because we thought, everyone thought we were going to lose. That was the whole point. Because it was like Verlander was undefeated at that point in the post- postseason. We don't have a good offense. And so like, hey, let's just go. And tickets were dropping. So we bought $200 tickets, I think. We were sitting kind of up in the rafters. 
And uh, I mean, you're in the stadium yeah. for the World Series, your first game ever. Like, we got a couple yeah. drinks in, and my favorite story is Danny. We're getting so amped up. So when Pablo's second home run, Danny shoots up to go scream, yeah. and he immediately passes out because the blood <laughs> rushes to his head, and he's like, oh, and he like sits down, and we're like, oh, sh- what's going on? And he's like, out of it, and we're like, dude, he's like, I just blacked out, I just blacked out. Really? I'm I'm not even joking. You should ask him about it. I've stood up pretty quick in my day, Danny, but that is it's not healthy. To black yeah. yourself out. He's probably I'm holding some nachos. Who's and had who's had a bigger downfall as a Pablo? Escobar or Sandoval? Ooh, it's gotta be Sandoval. It's gotta be it's Sandoval. Gotta be Sandoval. He cried when the Giants they got killed him. They've got about the same amount of money, I think. <laughs> is Sandoval but, just burying his out in Colombia yeah. also? Who had more fun with that money though? I don't know. They both got pretty fat. They are uh, they're ch- Pablo. I keep saying Pablo, like you'll know which one I'm talking about. They both got pretty big towards the end of their. Uh, Dude, one we of the, could do an Escobar. I was gonna say life, sure. but then Sandoval's still alive. One oh, of the best. We could do yeah. just Colombia drug lord narcos. Yeah, Oof, that might. I be haven't a pot. seen that, but Ooh. that's just me. It's You're just, missing out. It's just drug trafficking. It's pretty cool. No, it's it's probably well, one of the best miniseries. TV series. It's not a miniseries. Oh, so they've no, done, they've kept it going. They've done three series. So the or first two seasons. seasons. Yeah, three seasons. So the first two are. Pablo, but then he, you know, well, then mean, spoiler, you know what happens. Spoiler, he dies. He did. Then we move on to the Cali cartel. I do like it as a series on Netflix. It's I was actually, great. I think that them going and getting rid of Pablo was the best thing they could have done because it allowed them to tell other stories. Like everybody knows yeah, the story so of Pablo. Yeah, so he's like not immortal. For and we don't need season, that. Maybe, but it's like eh, get to it. And I like he had a good uh, run. The guy that plays the DEA agent, uh, the guy from Game of Thrones. I forget Pedro his name. Pedro. Pedro. Yeah, I think he's a good actor. Oberyn. Oberyn, the Red Viper. Yeah, it's a, you should check it out. It's a good series that you can just throw. Oh, you'll on get into it, and you'll get on. Is it is it heavy you. though? Is it like Breaking Bad? Heavy? No, 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 no. It's no, it's more like it's lighter. It's fun. Yes, it's suspenseful, but you do have to be paying attention. Oh, Lauren will like it because it's in Spanish. Oh, a lot of it's in snap. Spanish. Yeah, she'll love it. She would love and it. And then you need to check out Mind Hunter. Oh, okay. You gotta Nate's check been out Mind Hunter. Mind Hunter. JD wasn't. JD got in a little bit, but it's about the ni- late 1970s, early 1980s, and I love all this true crime stuff, and I know you do too. I love it. And it's about the FBI and the Behavioral Science Unit discovering basically serial killers. So these these FBI agents go to these prisons where people have committed violent crimes, and they are interviewing these people to get behind, like to get into their minds psychologically. That's dirty. So over ten episodes, it's these two guys from the FBI that are also trying to get through red tape of people allowing them to do this. Like, why the hell are you spending taxpayer money to interview basically violent murderers, people that murdered? tens of people and so it's these guys two or three people going and interviewing throughout the country these and different trying to prove kind of like the what's behind the purpose of doing and my issue the psychology is have you ever stuff. had uh, a series a mini series whatever where everything's great but just the lead actor just it bugs the shit out of me you don't like uh, him i don't like him see and i understand that maybe what? you know you know what mini series like that who oj simpson and Cuba what, Cuba? Oh, Cuba was terrible in that Cuba. series, dude. He was terrible in that they series. They should have cast a no-name person. Ex- thank you. Yeah, I would agree. Everyone else acting, in that whole series was acting great. wasn't bad, but it's all it's still Cuba, and it's just you like... You can't unsee of, Cuba. That's the problem. And he didn't have the voice for it. No, he well, didn't. He didn't OJ, have the voice for it. OJ has like, David he's, Schwimmer, a little, though. he's a little deeper, like... Yeah. Cuba. Who played him... 
Was there another? Was that just the one? No, there's th- another one too. Yeah, uh, there was another docu series that wasn't just a documentary. No, that's no. Um, I think we might be thinking of Thirty for Thirty. Oh yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. that's obviously actual. Yeah, OJ. yeah. Never mind. That was the actual documentary. Um, but yeah, the lead guy in Mindhunter. You don't like him, huh? I. He just has no personality, and maybe that's the point, And I get that. I would keep watching, but a it's bit. like I don't like. He could die in the next episode. And I'd be like, ah, oh, nice, like. Give me Tench, or the, Tench the other awesome. guy. He's fantastic. Tench is fantastic. Like, he has more character to him. He does. I think that part of what you're saying is the And is I the hate point. her. The, oh, the boss? The girl. The no, 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 no. Oh, his, his girlfriend? Yeah. Yeah, she's kind of annoying. But you you keep watching because he does get a little bit more personality to him. I think that's part of I'm it. I'm out. Oh, he's already out? I'm out. Oh. Eric, check it out. I made it all the way through. I got a lot of time on my hands. I love it, and I like the true crime stuff. And then have you watched American Vandal yet? American Vandal? Never even heard of that. Oh, wait. Oh, that's the one where the guy's drawing dicks? Yes. It, okay. It's a parody. Wait, have you tra- not seen the, the trailer? Dude. The trailer in itself we're, is hilarious. It's the best. So it's it's eight episodes on Netflix, and it's a parody of true crime. So it's a guy in high school vandalizes 27 teachers' ca- cars with spray-painted dicks. Like dicks. And it's these guys yeah, doing a dicks do- are, Eric. <laughs> It's these guys doing a documentary <laughs> and like trying to figure out who did it because he has an alibi. So they're interviewing people in the school and they're using like Snapchat videos footage. Sounds weird, but but it's all making cool. fun dicks of the funny. whole true crime thing and how people what do you mean, interview what do you, people. What do you mean true crime? Just like, like when they're doing the making a murderer and it's okay, like how they're gotcha, interviewing gotcha. people. Like a mock you exactly. series or whatever. And they're like you know how people are getting interviewed for these things and we don't know how it affects their lives. Well, they go into that part of it where like a girl just goes off on like, well, you put me in this thing that I didn't have anything to do with. Now people just are like coming and knocking on my door. Okay. And so it's all these things. Asking about dicks. Just it, and they figure out, I don't want to give too much away, but they like start analyzing the dick writing and just like how they analyze like evidence and they're analyzing how he draws dicks and balls, and it's just the curvature. It's a good take on it. So the shading. If you need a comedy, that's a good one. But Mindhunter, check out a few episodes because the guys that play the serial killers are fantastic, and that's kind of what drew me in. Is they interview five serial killers throughout the show, and those are the ones that are really compelling because it's these creepy guys that the actors are playing just kind of perfectly. Yeah, okay. real serial killers, which that's, I didn't know at first. That's oh, the real. Based off of true well, story. it's based sure. on the real. Yeah, the real guys. So let me give you one last point on this. A little look into my life. So I think it was last Thursday, <laughs> 10 o'clock at night. I was home alone. I had the JP. Nice. And uh, I was on Netflix, and I saw Mindhunter. I was like, oh, snap. This looks cool. So I started watching the trailer. Oh. And then I started getting real scared. <laughs> yeah. Because I had That's the lights fair. off, and I was at home by myself. And I was like, man, I really should start this, because Nate's been talking about it. Hova, got to be a man. And I was like, you so soft. Hell no. And I turned it off. <laughs> so <laughs> soft. I got scared, man. It looks scary. It is, and it's scary in a way that these people are disturbing. Yeah. And that's the things that they're talking about in these normal voices, and then to portray that is just creepy. And then what I did, which was really dumb, is after I watched one episode, I went out online, and somebody had spliced clips from the show next to the actual interviews of the guys, and they're exactly the same. Nah, it was too much. It was too freaky. Well, now I'm very intrigued. But you should definitely check it out. It's, yeah. it's a good show. With the lights on. They, they, it's about basically them defining the term serial killer. You want a scary cool. story? Give of it. Of my childhood? Give it to yeah, me. Yeah, scared. Most scared I've ever been, probably. So I was babysitting for somebody up the street. This was in Tucson. And I was like 12 years old, but they just needed somebody to like watch like two littler kids. And this motherfucker, Tom Spira, dude. He leaves me a movie to watch. Have you ever seen When a Stranger Calls? 
No. No. So the first scene in the movie, like it was, was his joke. He, he always thought he was like a funny guy. So the first scene in the movie, it's the movie where there's a babysitter and the guy's calling her and it's the call is coming from inside the house and she goes up to the kid's room. That, I have seen this movie. She goes up to the kid's room that she's babysitting and it's just kids murdered. Yep. What? Yeah. He I've seen this movie. That I've seen this movie. For, for a, a babysitter? For a babysitter who's 12 years old. I'm 12 Man, that's some old. diabolical Dude, so shit. So, J.D., where'd you hide this the bodies? Is the, this is the same guy who the first time I was an altar boy, I, I screwed up. There's like a thing when you ring the bells. And so I come out and like, I was like, oh, yeah, I kind of screwed that up. And he just goes up to me and goes, hey, way to mess up those bells, kid. And I'm just <laughs> like, I'm like, dude, you are cold, man. Wow. He taught you to grow up fast. That's what he did. Man, that sounds like a terrible, like a babysitter, and that's the movie? It's like, he was trying to play with your mind. Yeah, he was trying he to was mess with, with you. He was, he was, he was, he was mind hunting, was mind hunting me. Oh, gosh. All right. Well, that's what we're watching on Netflix. That would be pretty scary. And did you watch the whole movie, or did you shut it off? Hell no, nah, dude. <laughs> you got through like two minutes of dude, it. Dude, from my memory, that's like a little hazy. I might have blacked out. But I might have just ran home, like ran down the street. Just left, left the kids. Left the kids there. It's like, is this what you wanted? They're dead anyways. Is this they're what gone. you want? They're, they're gone, man. They're gone. That was the first Inception. Yeah. That's Tom's it. Said, All right, we got to put it in JD's head. JD will run home. We're good. That's exactly it. Damn. I want to meet this Tom guy because he's just been putting you through the ringer. All right. Let's get to football. We're at week eight, which is almost halfway through the season, which is sad. We've got six teams on by this week. I think we got some interesting matchups. We had a lot of double digits last week, and we've got uh, some smaller spreads. Let's update the scoreboard. JD had a good week last week, going 3-1-1. One, and one. I'll say the pod lock of the week, the plow. We won it last week, right, Minnesota? So ding, we're 3-3 three and three on the year. Yes, sir. Eric went 2-3. and three. He's now 16-19. and 19. I went 2-2-1, two, two and one, so I'm 16-18-1. I got you by just a little percentage point, Yeah, Eric. whatever, man. I got a 5-0 week. Damn, Damn that's, no one else got that, and I told that you that. just shut us down. And then JD, nah, I'm still up. JD went three one and one. He's twenty one. What is it? Twenty one. That's insane. Thirteen and one. JD mm-hmm. killing it. Good. Let's make sure he keeps that going, and let's actually make some of his bets this time. Let's start off with the uh, the Thursday night game. We got the Dolphins at the Ravens. Ding ding ding. This is one of mine. I'm taking the Dolphins plus three and a half because I want that hook. I just think that this offense is going to run so much better under Matt Moore. Uh, the Dolphins' defense against the run has been pretty well. Has been pretty good, excuse me. And so that means Flacco's going to have to beat them. I know the Ravens' defense has been really good, but I just don't see them blowing them out. And I'm banking on like a 17-14, even if the Ravens win. Just a, just a field goal game. I can see the Dolphins really kind of getting behind Matt Moore, too. I, I feel like I mean, he just played so much wanted. better, right? Yeah. Like, I, w- I didn't get to watch the game with Brad... But I would imagine once he came in and they started Dude, moving the ball a little bit, the is, bombs. is Brad more stoked that Moore's in? Yeah, I think so. Right? I mean, color, color just doesn't care. The yeah, bombs yeah. to Stills, it was like, oh my gosh, you're actually moving the ball. Is Stills going to be more valuable than Devontae Parker the rest of the year? If they both play? Just right now. No. No, I don't think so. Stills has, he gets a quarter yeah, of maybe. Moore's I mean, targets. It all depends on health. Yeah. All right. Um, but I, I lean Dolphins. You guys care about this game? Not really. Did you know that they're it's a tough spot for more to come in? The under in this game is good. They're last and second to last in yards gained from scrimmage. Yeah, yeah but it's, it's already teams. dropped a half point. Really? I, bet I got it at 38. And it's already 37 and a half? 37 and a half. That's, that's, that's so low, low that it's it's hard to even get behind. But, but just, I want to take the you over. Know, you know Matt Moore will try to take care of the ball. Flacco is so bad. 
Yeah. But, and that's kind of what I'm banking on. So providing a little, you yeah, know, get a little crazy in the backfield. It's just how are the offenses attacking these defenses? I don't think there's one facet of the game that you can point to and be like, oh, the Ravens, um, the Dolphins secondary is like a little weak. Like that's the weakest part. Oh, well, the Ravens have a great passing attack. It's like, no, the Ravens, they, no, they have terrible. the worst in the league. They have no, they, right? they have They've no wide close. receivers that are healthy. Flacco's terrible. Boom. Do we think that a Jai, and I guess this is what I was, what I'm hoping for is that a Jai will kind of be the offense in that game. The Ravens have not been great against the run. I know Brandon Williams came back last week, but they're still bottom 10 to 12 against the run unless they kind of pick it up. I mean, that's what the Dolphins are kind of banking on, right? Ajay to get going and alleviate some of that pressure from Matt Moore, right? It's got to. It's got right, to. So we'll see. Uh, but that's the you Thursday just, game. You just picked it because you want something to care about on Thursday? Uh, I pick every Thursday game. Is that the off day for baseball? That's probably why. No, but it is the off day for baseball, oh, well, so I'll, I'll have thought. a little something. I like to pick the Thursday games. I think that they provide a little bit of value if you can find a right side. Hey, uh, we've been having like some great Thursday games, though. Yeah. You know, people talk shit about Thursday games this year. Woo. Well, we've, well I think it was the fun re- while it lasted. Until we get this dumb I don't shit think, of game. I really can't imagine. I guess it, it could be close, so that's what we're hoping for to give us entertainment. Who would fail more miserably if you gave him four tries at the end of the game in the red zone, Matt Moore or Joe Flacco? Brian Hoyer. <laughs> it would be Flacco. Flacco. Would, I trust more yeah. and more. Hoyer Moore just coming it. from the bench? Moore did it in the red zone at the end of the game. Oh, did he? I think oh, he did it right. like two minutes to go. He oh, found yeah. stills in the end zone. Oh, my bad. MVP okay. of the game is Justin Tucker, probably. Yeah. Yeah. If I don't even know if Flacco can get him in field goal range. Oh, oh Tucker's game. This game Tucker's always in field goal range. <laughs> He's in field goal range right now. That's true. Minnesota at Cleveland. We've got another London game. I think it's our London. fourth of the year. It might be our last one. Uh, 6.30 a.m., the Vikings are playing the Browns. The Browns are getting nine and a half points. It's unfortunate this is a home game for them. I guess it doesn't really matter. They're the Browns. Uh, I thought the Jets were going to hit that 0-16 bet for us, but I'm still happy to have two teams at 0-7 that are keeping that bet alive for me. Uh, does anybody think anything about this game? I picked the Vikings. Oh, you game. did? Yeah, I picked the Vikings. Are you scared game. Case Keenum's not going to cover for you? or No. That's the only thing that gives me a little hesitation. That they're not going to be that the Vikings aren't going to be able to run the ball like super effectively. Ball, if you mean, okay. is that the one like decent part of the Browns game? Is their run defense? I think Hugh Jackson doesn't come back on this plane. Ooh, that's a good bet. That's what I, I think. like. That that's why. So Should we just bet him next. Will you, goes, will next you look goes it up? Hard? Will you look up those odds? I think he's like minus one eighty. Minus something. Yeah, it keeps changing. Too. You can't just keep losing games. This, you bet. can't just keep and switching, switching quarterbacks. quarterbacks. You can't keep doing that. Yeah. Like, you drafted Kaiser for a reason. Let him have a whole year. What's Not like? A, there's no value in going back to Hogan. There's no value in going to Cody Kessler. Who? That was a dumb honestly, idea. Honestly, Kessler should have played before Hogan. Yeah, I would agree with that. That's what I say. Any Okay, but you taking the Vikings minus? I mean, look, you get a defensive touchdown. This could easily be 21-3. That's what I'm thinking. Like, the Vikings could score two touchdowns. That's what I'm hoping for. Or field position. You get enough field goals, you can go. Oh, Kai Forbath with another like six Browns field scoring? goals. That's the question. How are the Browns scoring? You can't like, even you, do field you, position. And you this can't is kind do... of this was the same argument we had with the Vikings against the Ravens last week. Yep. How are the Ravens scoring? They're not. Yeah. And the Vikings, they were at home, but they still put together enough to where it was a comfortable cover, even in the fourth quarter. Yeah, that was nice. Even with that bullshit touchdown. Yeah. All right. So he's got it on his. Let's go to the Raiders. At the Bills, 
The Raiders are traveling. I love taking a West Coast team going all the way east to play a nice little 10 a.m. game on Sunday. I think Eric and I both have this. We got the Bills. Yes, we're taking the Bills. Uh, it went all the way up to three already. I didn't get two like and a half. It. I like it still. Three I'll take. No, it's minus two and a half. It's still two and a half? Yeah. Oh, they're just baiting me. There's no Marshawn, which might be an actual upgrade, but Buffalo is great against the pass and the run, and Oakland is terrible against both. Both, yeah. Like, I just see LaShawn and Tyrod managing a good game against a shitty defense. Buffalo's coming off their bye, right? No, no, no. They no. beat uh, Tampa Bay last week, and then yeah. they had a bye right before that. Honestly, Buffalo looks to me like a team that could beat kind of an okay Oakland team. You got to go Tyrod at home. Yeah, I'll he take Tyrod at home. He loves playing at home. So, and it's not snowing there yet. Yeah. Bill's this Mafia. Game, this game could end up being a push for us, but I just don't have any faith in that Raiders, that Raiders offense. I know they put up 31 points against Kansas City. I don't know if people are starting to realize Kansas City's defense is not leaky. Good. It's not good. No Eric Berry in that run de- the rush defense is not great. Yeah. Not having Marshawn may actually make that offense more dynamic, but I'll take that Sean McDermott-led defense, man. They're playing tough out there. Their front four is awesome, so I'll just continue to take them. And Amari Cooper can shove it. I want to see Marshawn just go hang out with Bill's Mafia before the game. No, he, he hates Buffalo, right? Because he got drafted by Buffalo. Actually, that's Do you think he travels he even though he's think, suspended? I don't think Marshawn really hates anyone. I think he's a very lovable person. That's true. He puts he he has so many antics and everybody loves him, but he's yeah. having a terrible year. Well, I mean, I guess that's what we expected terrible. when you're a 32 running, running back it's after not playing terrible. for a year. It's not good. It was a bad signing. It wasn't great. Yeah. It was a hometown signing. No, it was a hometown signing. They kind of caught me off discount. guard. They kind of need to probably just move on and go with these two younger guys. That's what I would think. Anyway, all right, let's go to the Colts at the Bengals. And here's another one of my five. I'm going to take the Bengals minus 10. And this is kind of something with the... I like the Bengals. When you say with the Browns. I know the Colts put up some points with Jacoby on a couple of games. But they just got beat by double-digit touchdowns against Jacksonville, against Tennessee. And Cincinnati's defense is not bad. Uh, it's 12th against the pass, 6th against the rush. But the Colts have two wins. Isn't Vontae back, though? those two people that they've beaten don't have any wins. Yeah. Vontae's Niners, back. baby. Malik Hooker, their safety, he's out. Oh, he's out. Oh, and that hurts. He's a rookie. And he got beat a couple times last game. I just think the Cincinnati defense... Our offense now, especially with the new offensive coordinator getting A.J. Green involved, they just have too many weapons, uh, and I think that at home, a 21-6 victory is not out of the question. I think it could be worse. Could shellac. Blow it's out. just one of those games where, you, you know, every now and then, Dalton looks really good against bad teams with a bad pass rush. Like, they're not going to be able to get at him. Like, that's kind of his Achilles heel. That's the Achilles heel of this Bengals offense is when you see teams being able to pressure and being able to stop the run. The Colts used to be able to stop the run a little bit, and the last two games it's been worse. And I just think that the Bengals, the Colts' offense is a mess. It's a mess. I could see like a 30-10 to 10 game. T.Y.'s talking shit on the linemen, like the offensive line. He's I did like, not know that. Yeah. But I like that. Well, you got to say something. you got to say something. You're not playing offensive line, man. You're five foot four. Let them do their thing. Could you imagine me playing offensive line? <laughs> no. I'm the blind side, dude. I'm good. So, I, I got you. I like the bang. Oh, yeah. You're the blind side? No, I'm running for my life if I'll you're my fine. blind side. Jesus Christ. So I like the Bengals. I think, like you said, they, they have a chance to blow them out. And they can't pressure Dalton. And that's when we – we've seen Dalton when he had we've all the time it. in the la- world last year. He looked awesome. Yeah. And I think that's what we're going to see on uh, on Sunday. Let's go to the Chargers at the Patriots. That's our pod lock of the week or the plow. The week. Lock of the week. Lock of the week. So, Chargers, seven and a half. We get the hook. I think we're just, 
We're liking like the hook. A Give Chargers us the Chargers with a good pass defense. They're top ten with a pass rush. Good corner, Casey Hayward. Good safeties. Uh, the Patriots are missing Dante Hightower. They're thirty-two against the pass. Melvin Gordon's pretty good against the run. I mean, it just—it seems like a bad matchup for the Patriots. Guys, Chargers. 70 to 1 right now. I was just going to say, the way Hobo was talking about the Super Bowl champs, baby. Hey, Guaranteed. You, I told Send you when it. they were 125 to 1. Last week, they were 100 to 1. They're going down? Well, they've won three in a down. row. They've won right? three in a row. And do you think it's a direct correlation? If, if that young Ho guy could kick a field goal, Ooh, they'd be 5 and 2. Man, that is. Couldn't they be 6 true. and. Uh, oh, 5 and 2, 3 and 4, because the two games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Denver and. Yeah. Uh, do you think it's a coincidence that Hunter Henry's involvement in the offense correlates with these this win streak? No, I do no, not. No, it's not a coincidence at all. He's awesome. It's Somebody who so can run stupid. faster than a 5 2 40 than Gates. He's looking Jeez. good, though. And it's just so obvious now because Gates is gone. And it's like, oh, thanks for that one touchdown that it took you two games to get and got us two losses. Exactly. Oh, it's so annoying, but I have Hunter Henry, and it's nice. It's much better now. I still, nice I still get a little nervous because I wonder if maybe they're going to put Gates in, but Hunter seems to be getting all the catches, which is nice. Man, they got they got good weapons. And then this is another one where Russell Okung has been a good addition to him. They're, the rest of their line's still mediocre, but Rivers isn't running for his life like he has in the past few seasons. And the Patriots can't get pressure. Yeah. Like, he's going to have time. He's going to have weapons to throw to. Um well, and they're going to be able to get pressure. I'm like having a flashback to us talking about the Falcons game last week, but still. Well, see, but the, I was thinking about that. The Falcons were hampered because Sark is their offensive coordinator. Like, they just look like a different team. Like, they do have the weapons, but I feel more confident in the Chargers, especially in the way that they've been playing, that they're going to be a better coach team to play to their strengths to go in and beat the Patriots. They also have a better defense. As long than the Falcons, as they right? give the ball. Yeah. Like, Melvin Ingram and Joey Bosa are going to get to Brady. Uh -huh. Yes. And they've got to give the ball to Melvin Gordon. Yeah. That's Man. ultimately what Sarkisian didn't do. He's like, dude, give Where's it to Devontae. Just let him run it. Like, that's one of your best players. So, you like what are you doing? Or yeah. Something. Why? They Trash. can't even Trash. name them the linebackers for the Pats. So, so, we like the Chargers. I don't think they're going to blow them out. The Chargers played a lot of close games. Their defense is good. I like them. It'll probably go they down get to their a best kick. linebacker back, I think, in a couple weeks. He was put on the pup. Pup. And then if they can get Jason Verrett back, man. That's a really good team. I got them to win the AFC West. Yeah. Let's do this. It is a good team. It was. It's so annoying that they started out 0-4 with two of those losses with those field with goals. those kicks. And man. now they're playing much better. Uh, but I think we're going to see some out of Rivers. That 34-year-old gunslinger, he can still heave it. Oh, all right, J.D. Is Mitch going to show up again? We got the Bears going to travel at New Orleans to face Drew Brees. 2-1, baby. What can, does that can mean? Can you cover nine? What does that mean for him to show up, by the way? Because he doesn't actually do physically shit. be in the Complete building. more than what does nine show up passes. Mean to you? He's there. He's there. Physically. And he, and he looks good. Mentally and emotionally. And emo he's always there for you always spiritually. There. Always there. I mean, originally I wanted to take the Saints, I think. Mitch has – they've – They've done a pretty good job of not just throwing him to the fire, right? They're giving – Jordan Howard has gotten 30 carries the last game or whatever it was. They're running the ball all the time. He's completed 12 passes in two games. It's a good game script for a rookie quarterback. Yeah, it's like what do, what do people want? But, man – I don't like John Fox, but I'm not going to, like, no, it's blast perfect. him when they go up 17-3 to and we have no wide receivers. So it's like, yeah, just keep running the ball. Don't make mistakes. Let our defense play. How quickly now, does he abandon that against the Saints, though? I mean, it will depend how our defense, 
Depends how our defense plays. I think John Fox is one of those coaches, though. Even if he's down, he, he's going to stick to his game Keep plan. He, yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't go crazy. He knows what he has. Like, That's, what's the point, right? Yeah. I mean, now Inman is going to be a very nice addition for you guys. I think that'll be. God, he's just already sweet. our best receiver, which is crazy. And you got to start like somewhere, it. man. I like it. I love him on the seventh Niners. round pick. Sure. Is that all it was? Yeah. It wasn't conditional either. Conditional seventh round pick. You got to play a certain amount or whatever. I mean, you guys need something. Stretch, take the top off the defense a little bit. I don't even think he's that. We just need somebody. Isn't to, he? I don't, he's like a slot. Yeah. I mean, he's big. He's six three, whatever. Um, just somebody who can get open against the cornerback. I guess I thought he was more Travis Benjamin type, but he's bigger. No, he's oh, oh, he's bigger. Should have gotten he's Travis like, Benjamin too. Like a giraffe. Yeah. Okay. And so the Chargers have a bunch of those too, right? Because Mike Williams is huge. Yep. Tyrell yep. Williams, Tyrell is, Williams is yeah, he plays on the outside. All right, so the Saints, we're probably not touching it. I don't think anybody's taking that as one of their five, right? The Bears or the Saints? I'll touch it. Okay. I think the in Bears one of your little parlays just, on the yeah. side. It's good, but I'm enticed. Drew Brees at home in that dome. I mean, he, Mitch might sh- might see a real QB. I like because who's he played against? Case Keenum and Joe Flacco so far. Drew Brees might show him something. <laughs> Take cool. notes. Take, right. Get the clipboard out. Let's go to the Falcons at the Jets, which is only four and a half. What do you think the spread was before the Falcons got beat by the Patriots? Probably seven, right? Seven. Yeah. Now it's four and a half, which is just right in the middle. Field goal is at three years at seven. I didn't even touch this game. I didn't even write any notes for it. I was it. just going to say we should have just a button that somebody can and just go, pass. Yeah. We're good. Veto. I don't care about this game. Niners Bye. at the Eagles. Man, the Niners burned me two weeks in a row now. <laughs> you, you took them last week? Yeah, yeah, man. I, I thought it was. A, yeah, you did too. That was your one. It was a loss. plus six. It was. A, it oh. was looking great on paper. And Bummer. you know what? It was all good until the 49ers touched so the, the ball started. for the first time <laughs> on offense, and we fumbled it. In our oh god, I'm so mad. Yeah, it started uh, not so great for you guys. I yeah, almost moved my flight from, uh, back home from LA because I was so amped about the game, and I was like, "Hey, man, we got a chance. <laughs> this might be good." Ask Trevor. Trevor's on the phone for 10 minutes with Southwest trying to get his birth date right so he can change the flight. I had to finger on the button, and then Zeke put it in our booty hole, and we were just like, Wait, well, hold on. We're going uh, home now. Trevor was trying to find out his birth date as uh, if he didn't know it. Apparently, I want to hear Southwest, more about whoa, this. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Southwest claimed that when he was putting in, when he booked the flights originally with points with Chase, there's a different birthday than what Trevor was telling them over the phone, and Trevor's like, Yo, this is my birthday, dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know, know what to tell you, and this is my name and all this. And they're like, oh, and it took him forever, which actually I think saved us because we would have changed our flight. We were at the San Francisco Saloon bar in L.A. Oh, so yeah. we were among, you know, so that's why you brothers were and up. sisters. And, man, that bar got quiet real, real quick. Yeah. Uh, I want to go back to the Falcons just for one thing. Who do you guys think wins the NFC South? The Saints. The, I mean, the Saints, the Saints have the inside yeah, track. I think that's yeah. They do four and two. I was just wondering, dude. They got I a like great the schedule too. I like the Saints twenty to one, win the Super Bowl. Yeah, I like that. Their defense is playing much better. Great, Not, it's it's playing pretty good. It's played much better than the Saints' defenses of the past. Their offensive line Which, is playing great. Yeah. They have two good running backs. They have Drew Brees. They have weapons to throw to. Is Snead coming back soon? He he's, yeah he's, he's back. back. He's been like injured and okay. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Even without him, but I mean, Gin's good have, too. Gin's been. I saw something. His catch rate is like 80%, which is like leading receivers with over a certain amount of targets, which is normal catch rate is like 60%. He's balling out. That's, just, balling that's a Drew out. Brees effect right there, by the way. Yeah, it's like, oh, you, you know what makes things easier to catch the ball? When I'm throwing you perfect spirals right into in your the hands. hands. Oh, that's in the so hands. nice. And Gint's like, whoa, 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 man. 
I'm not sure about that. <laughs> I prefer the overthrown drop a little Newton biscuit balls. in the basket. Yeah. All right. So the Eagles Niners. I'm sorry. Eagles are favored by two touchdowns. Uh, minus 13 right now. I thought about touching it, but I don't know. 13 is a little too much. I don't We're going to get killed. You think so? Yeah. I mean, your defense is awful. The de- Yeah. So our, our once touted defense that could probably save us, terrible. You know, all four of your Ruben road games hurt again. have been decided by three points or less. Yeah, but it Beth, I still does, don't know does, his name, dude. Doesn't Beth really matter or whatever. <laughs> you played the the Hawks, the Cardinals, and like the Colts or something. Man, that okay. guy is trash. Philadelphia's just gonna blow you out. No trap game a little bit. I don't think. I don't so. really know how there'd be a trap. Like you guys can't stop their pa- can't stop Wentz, right? Dude, no imagine pass rush. who are we gonna throw at Alshon right. Jeffrey? Never mind. Or Tor- God, Tory Smith's gonna burn us. Let's go to the Panthers. Revenge game. He's gonna Revenge burn us. Game. He's gonna burn us. Let's go to the Carolina Panthers at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I am taking the Panthers in this game because I will bet against Jameis Winston as much as I can. And Kurt Coleman's supposed to be back for the first time in three weeks. And Keekley's supposed to be back as well, even though he might just get concussed and leave again. Uh, I like the Panthers. They're top five against the run, 15th or so against the pass. But Tampa Bay is so awful against the pass, and they're not great against the run. And I'm going to bet that Winston is going to make a couple mistakes, throw a couple picks to somebody in the Panthers' secondary. And the Panthers are just going to be able to slow down uh, the Buccaneers. That's all I got. But I, th- I, like, no, I like the Panthers. I like the Panthers. How bad is the Panthers' O-line, by the way? Man. I don't think it's that bad. What, it's... what are you talking about? They, they have no rushers at all. Jonathan Stewart, McCaffrey. Well, first of all, McCaffrey shouldn't run behind uh, tackles anyway. Well, but are but you talking about just because the they, they got their center back last week. Who's? I think they have two good linemen. And they have Matt Khalil, who they signed at... Vikings just yeah. cast off reject. Well, they traded Remmers and Khalil, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's not good. Panthers have no right run now, game. Cam doesn't help it sometimes. But right now in pass protection, Carolina is 25th. Ooh, that's not good. Not good. That is and no 31st good. in the run game. Thank now, you. does that have pressures? Like, can we look at Tampa Bay, how many pressures they're getting? You're looking at the defensive line? Yeah, Tampa yeah. Bay has, like, the worst defensive line. And that's what I was saying. Like, well, it, do, it must not matter against the Panthers, though. Like, the Panthers, this isn't a week where that's going to come back to bite them in the ass. Yeah, and their secondary is bad. Yeah. Oh, it's bad. Wait, no, but they got Brent Grimes. He had a pick last week, I think. Did his wife tweet about it or something? I think his wife made the pick. Saxonville, yeah. number one. Carolina's number two. They got a good D-line. Oh, yeah. they're going to get to Jameis. So that'll get to Jameis. Jameis makes mistakes. Yes, he does. Uh, Tampa Bay is dead last. Ooh, they have pressure. seven sacks on the year. Ooh, that's bad. And I love Gerald McCoy. Dude, Munoz, sorry, Munoz said that Simeon Rice is talking about making a comeback. It said on Roto World, 43 old years he? old. Oh, my gosh. As a defensive lineman, it's like, man, you don't have many get-offs left. Like, yeah. are you going to get off the line? That's like putting me in the blind side, man. <laughs> well, I was like, that's absurd. And then Munoz is like, you know what's absurd? Is that we could probably use him right now. <laughs> <I'm just laughs> rationalizing that it's an okay pick. It's like, have you seen our have you seen our D line? It's terrible. We just need a body. It's, we need a body out there. Good. It's McCoy, Gerald McCoy, and nobody else. Uh, Chris Baker is who they got in the offseason, but he has yeah, but he's like a run, run stopping guy. Yeah, and I only know that from Hard Knocks because they just make fun of him as the ugliest guy on the team. <laughs> All right, let's go up to Seattle. JD, had, uh, I asked you about this game earlier because I don't know what's going to happen in it. Houston goes to visit Seattle. Now Houston's just coming off their bye. Seattle got a big win over in the uh, in 
fucking oh the, New York uh, New York yeah the Meadowlands uh, yep. sorry uh, and uh, are they back is Deshaun I mean he's played some pretty crappy defenses and now he's got to go all the way into the Seattle play against that twelfth man five and a half is weird I'm not touching it you guys care one way or the other oh I'm I'm touching it oh yeah you you, you kissing you kissing titties over there I'm kissing those titties <laughs> yeah you are uh, you like the Seahawks. I think Watson's going to get baptized this game. This is going to be the one where he's had a nice little run. And I'll come come on next week, and if he puts up, I think a good game for him would be 250 yards and two touchdowns. That would be a really good game. That would exceed my picks or something like that. Yeah, he's going to throw at least one or two picks. And I just don't – I don't think they're going to be able to put up – maybe they'll run it okay, but I don't think they're going to put up more than 17 points. And I just think that they will force him into multiple multiple turnovers, and then I, I'm still a Russell Wilson guy. I almost got off the Russell Wilson bandwagon Does the around Seahawks, week three. You were close. I was like, you know, I picked them to lose to the Rams in L.A., and then when they won that game, you know, winning going winning in New York, that's not super impressive, but we're still like the fourth favorite to win the Super Bowl right now. That's a little insane. Do you think that the defense though is has it turned a corner? I don't I mean they played better against the Giants. I didn't get to watch too much of that game. I don't have 14 TVs in front of me when I'm watching all the games, but do we think the D- the Seahawks defense cuz they've been terrible at getting pressure. Clay Averill's still obviously out. Uh, Jeremy Lane, it seems to me, has missed almost... Benched. Oh, has he been benched? Is that what's been going on? He I thought he was compla- hurt. He was complaining about it on Twitter. Oh, God. I, I guess I'm not on not Twitter Not the most enough. professional thing to do, guys. Yeah. Now, you were saying earlier, though, they changed... Well, they've put in the rookie as their number two now. That's who he got benched for. The Richard Sherman just, lookalike. Yeah, they've just 26. been fantastic with him. Got it. Because, you know, when Richard Sherman shuts down one side, if you can just pick on the other side, it makes it a lot easier. Yeah. If you have somebody out there who's just halfway decent even, it really takes away your options. And then you got Earl Thomas roaming back there. And does it help? I mean, I would assume that it helps the pass rush a little bit because they can't just pick on that yeah, exactly. Jeremy Lane, so then they have a little bit more time right. to get home. Oh, God. I thought Seahawks. Hopkins was going to be one little shining light there maybe. Played one game against the Seahawks, 27 yards. <laughs> He's going to get shut down. Who? Uh, DeAndre, Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins. Oh, DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. And then they don't really have a good line in Houston. Like it's just, they've been playing some mediocre pass rushes. Yeah. Dwayne Brown. Dwayne Brown. They're gonna Ooh, trade. Oh, he could back. be a Lamar. Oh, Miller he's actually game, back. Though. They said they were gonna trade him. Oh, oh, are they? They were open to it. Trade him to the Seahawks. They need help. All right, let's go to the Cowboys at the Redskins. This game is Cowboys minus two and a half. I don't know. There's another division East game. This is one NFC of my picks. East. Oh, it is. Yeah. Where are you going? I like the Redskins. You taking that home hook or the yeah. home uh, the home dog? Yeah, I think, um, I mean, the Cowboys are very confident after complete drubbing of the 49ers. But, hey, in my opinion, the Cowboys have not beat a good team yet. That's my opinion. I don't think they've beaten a good team yet. So That is not they, your opinion. That's a fact. <laughs> that's the world's opinion. I, and that's why I think, you know, Kirk can come in there. He might light it up again. He's been playing pretty well so far, so. We'll, I, we'll see what we what we can do. I did not take this game, uh, but as a Cowboys fan, you're not entirely wrong. The defense is just so bad, and Kirk's been playing well, even if we can't exactly pinpoint 
where the yards are going to go exactly. every game, it seems like. Well, Vernon ends up with like 70 yards a game, Yeah, weirdly. Well, did you see that they started playing Jordan Reed out of the slot? Oh. And so now they're starting to play Vernon Davis and Jordan Reed at the same time. And that's because... Realizing that that's two of their top four receivers. And it's yeah. because Pryor's getting benched, Yeah, right? And they're putting Doxon outside. Crowder still played the most snaps, and Ooh. then it was Doxon, and then Pryor was way down deep. Uh, and you're right, because the Cowboys have beaten, God, nobody. No one good, dude. If you look at their wins, it's no one good. Giants, uh, Giants, Cardinals, Ram, uh, Niners. 49ers. And then we lost to the Rams, the Packers, and the Broncos. Oh, the Rams game was a nightmare. Uh, I, I don't think you're wrong. I think this game can come down to a field goal. Any Washington-Dallas game always is kind of a dogfight. It's close, especially in the middle of the year. So getting the two and a half, it's not bad. They're at home. I just think that the uh, the Redskins' defense is not as good as we thought it was earlier. And if Josh Norman doesn't play, give me the over. Des give eat. me the over in that game. Throw up the X. I think it's one of those games that wait for injuries, see how – because they – they had a few injuries in the Monday night game. Where what? Brandon Sh- what? Oh, sorry. No, go on. No, the Redskins. Two of their linemen. I think even Trent Williams got dinged up because they'll need him to play against Demarcus Lawrence. Definitely. Um, if Josh Norman is back. And then I think even Brashad Breeland got banged up too. I don't know. There's a lot, a lot going on. There's a lot. When we do these Wednesday night pods, it's interesting because some of these, these picks that we make, I feel like on Saturday nights, sometimes it's we're like, just like, Panic, panic. I don't want this, man. What, what am I doing here? Yeah. But you commit, and you hey, go with absolutely. it for it's the pod. It's poor. For the pod, listeners. Man. We love it. Dante Hightower. Out. Isn't he out? Roll out down. multiple weeks now. Ooh. Ouch. That's not good. Uh, about the Cowboys and the Redskins, one last thing is, well, I think that was about it, but you have them on your five. I have them on my right, five, we'll so I'm taking on. the Redskins. The Sunday night game, the Pittsburgh Steelers at the Detroit Lions. The Steelers, it's a good game. It's a good game. Yeah, it's a good game. by three. I had originally had the Steelers in one of my five just because of how well their defense has been playing, and the Lions, I think, are a little bit overrated, but it's only three. Did that surprise you guys? Did you think it would be a little higher based on the fact that Pittsburgh is, they beat Kansas City, and then they went in and they, well, I guess Cincinnati's not like a big win, but they played a lot better since they lost to Jacksonville. I was I was thinking the spread might be a little higher. I thought so a little bit too. I really like the Steelers. I got the Steelers. It's my pick. But it scares me how much I like them, because it's just like you know that three point road favorite. Yeah, that ninety percent of the public is gonna, on. They're going to be missing Golden Tate, I think. He's doubtful. I think he, he he's not going to play. He wasn't he, supposed to play. I don't think. Yeah, if he does play, he's not going to be a hundred percent. So they're down to Marvin Jones. Kenny Galladay, maybe if he's back in a run game that hasn't shown much against the Steelers' front seven, who's been really solid. And then, I don't know, the Steelers are going to put up, they're going to put up 24 points. Release in a dome. the juju. Release, release the, ju- the juju. No, no, no. Just keep releasing Le'Veon Bell. Okay, Just yeah, that's Just keep true. giving him 30 touches a game, and you guys will keep scoring 25 points more. Per football outsiders, Detroit's defense is still top 10 against the pass and the run. Just the numbers. I know they haven't played great teams. I mean, that's The defense isn't bad. And so could it be, I mean, you're saying Pittsburgh could put up 24. I know Pittsburgh defense. Detroit, stretch the field a little bit, maybe get 21. I mean, now yeah, that I'm, well, no, now that I'm talking about it, I just don't see how the Detroit's going to score 21. Like, maybe their defense is good, but they would have to hold the Steelers like, like 14. Like it would have to be 13. Under? It would have to be 13 10. Did the Steelers under hit last week no. against the Bengals? It went over. It went over 43. Ooh. It was 40. I know. Because oh, yeah, I, I bet it. <laughs> I took the over. Then you hit it. Yeah, because it was ridiculously low by the time kickoff. It was 40. 
And then it was tied 26-14 for like a quarter, and then they kicked a field goal at the end of the game. It was super annoying because it was 14-14 like halfway through the second quarter. And then the Bengals didn't score again. Trust me, I bet it if you couldn't tell. <laughs> I uh, will say what is exciting, though, to watch the Detroit Lions it feels like every time they're in the fourth quarter, no matter what the score yeah. is, they got a chance. That's why it's cool. It's going to be on primetime on Sunday. Everyone's going to watch it. I think that's kind of the point I was trying to make earlier is we don't see – like I look at the on paper and I look at the depth chart and I'm like, ah. Oh. But then we watch Matt Stafford just keep coming back. It's and so keep weird. keep coming back and keep – even in that Saints game where they didn't when cover. Dude, they were down by still, like 30. Yeah. They scored like 28 points in a quarter. Yeah. Something so about it. I'm excited to see that in primetime. That'll be a good primetime game. But yeah, it's, and anytime you get a Sunday night or Monday night game with Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell, it just makes for fun and fantasy because oh. they're just everywhere. Yeah, that, that's true. And it's just like, hey, I'm up. I'm going against Le'Veon Bell. And it's like, I, I'm up I'm 40. Up, it's like, oh, you should, you should feel okay. Like, you should feel all right. Close your eyes. Uh, you guys Is it full point PPR? <laughs> it's like, ooh, you could go down. I agree. Do you guys think Juju found his bike yet? Uh, okay, what was that on so Twitter? Because I only saw his tweet that he said, I found the bike. Oh, he did? Yeah. So, so he like, tweeted he found a bike. Two, day, two or three days ago, he like posted a pic of him in this bike, which is his bike, I guess, that he bikes around Pittsburgh. And he's like, oh, I hope that I'll get it returned one day or da 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 something like that. And then Antonio Brown like retweeted it with like hashtag, get Juju's get bike, back. bike back. <laughs> bike That's back. awesome. So then, it blew up. so then Mia Khalifa, the porn star. Yeah. Cause like Man, she some, a troll. well, some like football players will like, try to slide into her DMs. So she said something on Twitter that was like quoted his tweet, like "Let me get my bike back." And said something like, "Oh man, you're my favorite NFL follow." And then he quoted her and says, "No, nah, I'm not falling into that trap." Yeah. Wow, it was just it was gold. Well, that's awesome. So Juju's and the last. Did you see their hide and go seek celebration? I loved it. Oh my I loved god. It. I like the way that they're getting – some of these players are getting more creative. They're thinking. Yeah. And I love that. Because the Eagles Prepare did – Prepare for your score. The Eagles did the throw – the pitch. That the one was one sick, that, too. Hitting man. the ball. That, that was good. That one was sick. So, Juju playable in fantasy? I think so. He's got to now. Martavis. Martavis. <laughs> you want that ass? Is that what you're trying to I'm do, I'm in too man. many you leagues. That bike? Is that what you're trying I to do? I hope he has a bike celebration for you when he scores a touchdown. Yeah? Oh, my – there will be. He's if he scores, they're doing he's a bike to do it. He's got to just do it. Just two linemen just pick him up and just let him <laughs> pedal. Like, <laughs> yeah. And just let him pedal into the end zone with them, carrying him. Oh, that'd, that'd be, be so dope. Oh, by the way, I love any bomb play where the guy with the ball crosses the end zone as if he's finishing a sprint. That will forever be wherever they are. They just run, 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 and they dive with their head first. Yeah. Oh, and they try gotcha. to break the plane. I love that every time. All right, we got one last game, a Monday night game. Kind of feels like a trap, but Denver Broncos are getting seven and a half having to play in Kansas City. Broncos look terrible on the road. Their offense is anemic. Emmanuel Sanders might be out again. It's more that Simeon sucks, dude. Is that what it is? If that's what it is. He's not great. JD's been saying it all year, and I've kind of been wondering. He looked like a Joe Montana against the Cowboys. And it's affecting the run game because they just stacked the box. Yeah. So it's a really boring game every no time Sanders Simeon has too. to do something. And Demarius, Yikes. not that good. He'll get and open for like his, you know, six for 80 yards, but that's not going to be enough. And he'll definitely drop two balls. Yeah. You want a funny story, too? So what happens when Simeon goes down? They got to go to Osweiler. Yeah. That's arguably mm. worse. But I don't think, I mean, he's, Simeon's not going down. Well, okay, not going just down, but I'm just saying, hurt, like, though. if your only al- other alternative is to go to yeah. Osweiler, you're, you're in trouble. Broncos Chiefs, anybody care here? Not at all. Where would you lean? I think it's almost like they want you to take I'd the take Broncos. The just right, seven and yeah. a half. They and the Chiefs defense, defense is not that great. 
Like yeah. we said, like if the Denver commits to Too running the points. ball, seven and a half. That's true. Could be a field goal. Too fest. many points, and then once you see Simeon throw just some dipshit duck fart pass, where it's like he has no arm strength. Yeah, I don't know whether the shoulder he hurt was his throwing shoulder or not, but he throws some balls where it's like, Jesus Christ, how is there nobody better at this than you are? We can't find one of 32 people. Like, you think Brock's looking at him from the sideline and sees a little flutter, and he's like, man, I can do better than that. And then this coach, he says that out loud to himself. And then Vance is just like, no, you can't. Brock, we've, we've watched you play, too. He just shuts him down. There are not enough quarterbacks in this world. Do you think that Paxton Lynch is sitting over on the sideline going, oh, give me, just give is, me, is give me in the hurt? game. Give me in the game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's, he's still hurt, hurt, right? But I'm thinking that he's sitting on the sideline going, well, I'm better than both of these losers. Who knows? Yeah. So right. Sneed's back in full. Just a yeah, couple, yeah, yeah. couple news updates. Go for it. Sneed's practicing in full. Michael Thomas did not practice today. Uh-oh. Yeah. I don't know what's That's going on. That doesn't matter at all. Maybe Michael he's Thomas scared. Seems scared to me. Sanders not practicing. Tevin Smith, nice fat $50 million extension. And Dwayne Brown is expected to play for the Texans. Oh, okay. That's big. Oh, and one more news update for a team on the bye this week, Arizona. What is this trash quarterback they signed? Have you seen this? Not this is Kaepernick. Okay, this is Tito? evidence evidence number 501C that Kaepernick's getting blackballed. Bro, the Arizona Cardinals picked up this quarterback who's never played an NFL snap. Are you kidding me? They, he's never played an NFL snap, and they picked him up as their backup quarterback to whoever the hell they have. Well, Stanton, they have Stanton. I Stanton think Gabbert now. was the backup. Maybe People are talking about Gabbert getting some play. I think they. I think he's on their practice Stanton. squad. Maybe whatever. Anyways, they signed a quarterback that's literally never played an NFL snap before, and didn't even hey, give Cap so a call. I bet Kaepernick's better than Brett Hundley too. Supposedly oh, they're yeah. meeting. The league is meeting with some players, and they invited Kaepernick, and he's going. Cap hell is going. Yeah. Nice. Good. Yeah, yeah. That's nice. Good. Do you see the tweet of, I guess he got a book deal? And some asshole from like Free Beacon, which is just like trash conservative publication. He goes, oh, I wonder who's going to write Kaepernick's book for him. And then he just got inundated with like, man, this motherfucker had a 4.0 in high school, a 4.0 in college. Yes. He's smart. Dude, he's smart as shit. Yeah. Oh, he knows what he's doing when you hear him talk. Yeah. That guy's clearly never heard that of That is talk. actually very true. In all his post-game like, oh. interviews, he's always been incredibly articulate. Yeah, he knows what he's saying. Man, that felt like a 13 games is short, but that's all we got. Uh, Eric, you want to run through your five again? Yes, so I'm taking Steelers minus three, Redskins plus two and a half, the Bills minus three, uh, the Vikings minus nine and a half, and the pod lock of the week, Chargers plus seven and a half. All right, J.D.? Okay, I am going with the Panthers plus two and a half, the Bengals minus ten, the Bills minus two and a half, the Chargers plus seven and a half, and the Seahawks minus five and a God half. God damn it, it's gonna be so hard to catch you, what you when we have four of the same. Are you serious? Yeah, I got it right. Oh, I'm move. getting ground on you I'll guys. Go. I got No, ground. I mean you don't have to. I mean it's your five. It's you want to get the best record. Miami, I got Miami. Buffalo, Chargers, Carolina, Cincinnati. Oh, I'm a game. Both I'll you take, guys. I'll, I'll get nah. off. I'll get off the Panthers, and I will go to the Bears plus nine. Oh, you now you don't have to. I don't want you to goodness. throw your record. Hey, Michael Thomas is scared. I just said. All right, 
We got we got the Bears, but we also like the the, the Panthers as well. Obviously. Okay, can I can I take the Bears back? Yes, you can. I don't know about no, that. You one. can. <laughs> we could get that's rolled. That's a hot take. We could get rolled. Hey, <laughs> don't take. throw your record. Don't let this be like when you win a huge parlay Let's and then you see. blow hey, give a, him a bet. Tease. Give him a tease. We'll let you take eight I points. I will go. I'll go the other side, and I will take the Cowboys minus two and a half. Oh, Ooh. so we got a loser somewhere. No, no, let me take that back. Let me oh take that back. God. Let me go once more, and I will go. Take the Jags game, dude. <laughs> the Jags. Throwing I a love buy. the Jags this week. Throwing Saxonville. Um, give me the Vikings minus nine and a half. Hey. I like that. So you got Minnesota, Cincinnati, Buffalo, Browns, Browns, the Chargers. Vikings Seattle. defense is scoring twice. And then it's going to be so nice to wake up on Sunday with a win already in. Yeah. At hey, Eric, are you doing anything Saturday night? Are you actually going to be able to get up for a 6.30 game? Uh, nah, you trash. No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it. <laughs> all right, that's all we got for week eight. We're good here? We good. All right, everybody, good luck. Win some money out there. Thanks for listening. We're London, time. London time. London time already? Woo!